Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sensational Kids Show, the podcast aimed at helping you and the children you care for connect, achieve and navigate your way through the ups and downs of everyday life. In today's episode, I want to talk about talking to children about loss and grief and and how we can navigate the challenges of of loss for perhaps a best friend, a pet, a family member, um, or just something really important to us. Um, I lost my sister to cancer about seven weeks ago. Well, seven weeks and three days to be exact at the time of this recording. Um, it will be eight weeks on the day that this recording goes out. Um, and I have, I have been grieving. However, I think I started grieving her loss when I found out that she had cancer. And that is something that is quite difficult to try and understand. And I think if you've not been through that, it is difficult to, to, to come to terms with. Um, and, you know, dealing with loss and grief is, is, is a natural part of, of life, right? As they say, the only things, um, you know, particularly if you think about death, the only things for certain in life are death and taxes, apparently. Um, but it's it's a natural part of of, of human experience to, to to lose things, and you know, children particularly are not immune to these emotions. You know, if we think about we we're losing a loved one, a grandparent, a parent, a pet, um, something that was really really special to you, a possession. Um, or just a change in your environment. And that can really help kids to to struggle to understand that and to cope with those complex emotions that come with with loss. Um, I think it's important to not just think about grieving as as the loss of, you know, grieving for someone who has has died, um, perhaps. And, you know, it it is our our kind of our our duty, our privilege, really, to support um, children through these challenging times and to to give them the the tools they need to navigate their grief. And I thought it would be good to explore just maybe some strategies and tips that we can use when we talk to kids about loss and grief and helping them to grow um, through the process. And I think one of the first things we need to do is just to be really honest and open. Um, you know, be really, really clear and, and, and just be honest, you know, um, not to sugarcoat things. Um, and, you know, just trying to find the most age appropriate, um, or developmentally appropriate, um, language to explain what's happened and ensure that they understand the basic facts, you know, um, and, and to encourage any questions they might have, to provide that reassurance and, and, and to let them know that any feelings they have are completely valid, any reactions they might have are completely valid. Um, and with this, it's just to listen, you know, to, 
to to give kids that space where they can feel completely and utterly safe to express their emotions. Um, and I think, you know, practicing that active listening where you are are really listening and you're allowing them to to share their thoughts, any fears or any memories they might have that that comes with that loss, you know. Um, validating the feelings and and saying, you know, it is okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry. Um, yeah, it's absolutely okay to feel confused, you know. Um, we really need to avoid dismissing or minimizing emotions, um, saying things like, oh, it's okay, you'll get another best friend, or, oh, it's okay, we'll just buy you a new Lego toy. You know, um, it's, it's not okay because to that child or that adult, that person or that possession was really, really important. And we might think it's just a toy, get over it. Um, but we don't know the memories that's attached to that, you know, the meaning that's attached to that particular toy. Or for example, a rock, you know, my kids many a times have collected rocks and would be devastated when they'd lost a certain one. And I absolutely made the mistake of going, it's just a rock, we'll just find another one. But actually it's not, it it had meaning to them. Um, and if we minimize the emotions, we're just going to to slow down or to hinder that healing process. Um, you know, it's important to encourage our kids and encourage ourselves to express our, our feelings through you know, various different forms. Um, you might not always have the words, but you can do it differently. I had a session this week where I asked a little girl to just draw me a picture of herself. And that's something I often do in assessments. And she is a little girl who, she's phenomenal, um, but she's on the verge of exclusion from school. And her picture started off with a picture of herself, which she colored in and was beautiful. And she then proceeded to draw it, to draw a little island around her. And she was the only person on the island with a palm tree. And there was huge sea around her as well. So, you know, you can, you can read into that, you know, is she trying to say she feels alone? Um, so I think encouraging other mediums to express ourselves is really, really useful. So I encourage to draw, to write, or to, you know, think of other creative ways um, to tell stories, to make little, um, you know, um, little movies, little cartoons, to dance. You know, when we, um, when I spoke recently to my really good friend, Anissa, about Biodanza, you know, that is an incredibly um, expressive medium for for talking about your or expressing your emotions is is through dancing. Um, I go for walks, um, and and that is something that I do to. And then I talk. I talk to myself, um, and just talk talk to the person. Um, and, and so I've been doing a lot of talking to my sister, um, who, who I, um, I lost recently, but also thinking about different mediums, using things like gardening, 
um, you know, things that the person may have really loved. Um, and that's another way of just encouraging that expression. Um, I think what's really crucial is to have stability and routine. So when a child is going through those feelings of or that moments of loss, um, either their best friend is moving away or they are changing class and they're moving from one teacher who they absolutely adore to another teacher who they don't know. You know, we need to try and provide a sense of, of um, stability for them um, because they're feeling instability. They're feeling this upheaval. And so it's really important to just maintain those regular routines that can give that sense of security um, so that you can then be that comforting anchor in that difficult period. My um, routines at this point in time are my dog walks and actually just my dogs as well. They're providing that stability and consistency and giving me a routine. You know, if I'm feeling particularly sad or, you know, I still need to feed them. I still need to take them for a walk. And that has been incredibly, incredibly useful. Um, just having that consistency in your daily activities, you know, your sleep schedules, your um, meal times is really, really crucial um, because it gives structure. Okay. Um, and, and when you give structure, I think part of that is to provide this really supportive environment. Okay. An environment where they can just talk and express their feelings and their emotions. And there's going to be no judgment, you know, and you can encourage them to talk to trusted adults, such as their parents or a particular teacher, um, a particular um, counsellor who can give them that guidance and support, you know. Um, and, and I think also just as a family talking about it openly, now, in the last few weeks, I've had my boys um, are busy doing exams and they've said, particularly my eldest son has said things like, oh, how's your day going? And when I say average, he'll say, why? What's wrong? What's happened? Because generally I'll reply and say, yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, but being open and honest and saying, well, actually, you know, I am just struggling today. And that's, that's really important because they then get to realize that actually it's fine for them to share their experiences and emotions and, and that they will be understood um, if that ever happens. Um, and, you know, also saying, oh, I've had a bad day. I've just, I've just had a bad day and I'm just feeling sad. I'm just feeling a lot of sad feelings and emotions and you know that's really powerful because it shows that you trust people as well um i think sharing stories and memories um about the person that's um been lost or passed away or the pet or the best friend that's moved away is a really good way to help um kids and adults to, to, to cope with grief, you know. Um, and, you know, I've been doing that a lot with my sisters as we've been sending messages and saying, oh, do you remember when, you know, this happened or when that happened and just talking about those special moments and special memories. Um, 
because what that's going to do, it's, it's going to help you to celebrate the life. It's going to help you to celebrate the significance of the person or the thing that they have lost. And, you know, celebration is, is really important. Um, we can try and teach some healthy coping skills, you know, that can include just deep breathing, using physical activities, finding a hobby that brings them joy. Um, as I said, I've been doing a lot of gardening, um, been making terrariums, and just giving techniques and tools that's going to empower them to to navigate the emotions, to help them build that resilience um, and to express themselves. And, you know, I think also just seeking some professional help. Um, you know, find a grief counsellor, find a, just a counsellor, someone that you can talk to. Um, you know, if you see that there are these severe symptoms of grief, if you see withdrawal or um, a decline in perhaps their school performance or them avoiding activities, um, I think it's really important to consider, you know, seeking that professional help, finding a counsellor who can, who specialises in, in in children's grief and loss, um, but also finding someone for yourself. You know, if if for example you have lost, you've lost a parent, or you've lost a sibling, your child has lost a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle. And, you know, you both need support in different ways. So it's, you know, it's really important to remember that, you know, loss and grief are, are experiences that are completely universal and they will touch the lives of children as well. And, you know, if we can address these emotions openly and honestly and empathetically and compassionately, then, you know, we can help kids to navigate their grief, to develop resilience. We can use this, you know, using your active listening, your validation, providing that stable environment um, will all help to support kids in expressing their emotions, to to foster that healing and to promote that overall well-being. Um, you know, grief and our grieving journey is unique and it's, can come out of nowhere. Um, it can seem very stable and then suddenly just hit you. So understanding and patience and love is going to be really vital for anyone who is who is navigating that challenge of loss. Have a wonderful week and remember, stay connected. <laughs> <laughs>